Are you ready? I think I think you're not ready. Not ready. Cold sweat. You're pacing. Your heart is racing. The lights flicker. There's no way out. Okay. The DoorDash delivery guy left your coffee right outside the storm door, which swings out. <gasps> there literally is no back door. You can't get your coffee. What are you no. supposed to uh, do? Uh, like, thanks a lot, DoorDash guy. I'm going to spill my latte. Add this to the 2021 fail list. Yes, please, and thank you. Okay, I do have a solution. Jeez. I feel like, because I have a, such a great circle of friends, I text one of them, <laughs> can you come help? The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family-owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Apparently, food fails aren't limited to the DoorDash guy who left the coffee just outside the door so you couldn't open it uh-huh. to get your coffee. Laura has a story she wanted to add. I was around, I think I was probably like 13, and I had my first boyfriend over, and I was going to make him a frozen pizza. I put the frozen pizza into the oven, and I kept looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I went to my mom, like, why does the crust look so funny? Um, I had totally forgotten to take the cardboard part off the bottom. Oh, no. So the frozen pizza, (laughs) this one really did taste like cardboard. (laughs) You've probably heard the phrase, guard your heart. Right. And oh, yeah. Sometimes like guard your heart, you know, it's funny, but it's also a real thing. You got to guard your heart because it will lead you astray. Mm-hmm. It will betray you. I was on the phone with a friend. This is many, many years ago, and they were moving back to Ohio. And I was like, oh, this is so exciting. So it's like, tell me the story. You guys didn't you didn't have your house up for sale very long. And he's like, well, so we bought we, we built this house. So it was one that they had built. And then some other people built bigger houses near us, and the property value shot through the roof. We made XYZ thousands of dollars on this. Nice. And at the time, my wife and I are living in a tiny little place. Yeah. And we are kind of, you could reach out and touch every wall in and the house. And four kids. And Yeah, right. And so it was one of those, my, my heart betrayed me out my mouth. And I was like, oh, I'm really happy for you. And it sounded like that. Oh, like, uh, okay. And he lit. This is a good friend of mine. He literally said, "Yeah, I can tell." It's like, okay, oh, busted. So we moved on with the conversation. At the end of it, I really tried to genuinely go, "Awesome, can't wait to have you guys back closer to home." And that was it. It was one of those moments that God let me see myself, and uh, that was the lesson mm. where I saw and realized, okay, it's not about you, Josh. Be happy with those who are happy, weep with those who weep, and shut down the pity party. Talking good, good news. Out of the two of us, Josh, you are the hopeless romantic. That's so true. I want your thoughts on this. Precious Frankie and Royce. She is 97. He is 98 now. They have been married for 77 years. Dudes! Wow! 77 years! That's massive! But here's Great the job. deal. For their first wedding, many, many years ago, uh, they had to do a very quick ceremony, uh, just came together, exchanged vows very quickly, and then Royce was deployed. He was in the military. Oh, okay. So they didn't have an official wedding with a photographer and pictures. Oh, my heavens. So no proof of their wedding, nothing to look back on, no memories to hold on to. So 
their families came together and said, no way, not on our watch. They redid their wedding. Lots of pictures. She's in her gown. He's in his military uniform. It's the most precious thing ever. That is the best. Like, when my wife sees stuff like that, she'll look at me and she'll be like, I hope we're like that when we're old. And I, my response is usually something like this. Sweetheart, if I live that long, I will look forward to kissing your wrinkled face in front of any camera I can find. Maybe one of the hardest things to do, be happy with those who are happy, be sad with oh. those who are sad. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of us, that doesn't come naturally. Tina Dozer, friend and uh, counselor of 30 years. How? How do you do it? It's very, very difficult. I mean, especially when it's something terrible. I mean, you're in one room at the hospital and somebody else is in another room and one person survives and and yours doesn't. And and the Bible calls us to rejoice with those people and and it calls the rejoicers to mourn with us. It is hard. Somehow God gives you the supernatural power to do that. In Ephesians 3.16, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. I love the word glorious, unlimited resources. Yes. I don't think a lot of us tap into those glorious, unlimited resources as often as we can. For sure. Then we tend to rely on our own limited, uh, for me, not so glorious resources (laughs) that are already in me. And then I get frustrated and have a hard time dealing with life. Mm. So. I think that's the question every day we have to ask ourselves is, are we drinking from the the spigot over here that's overflowing, that God says is unlimited and glorious, or am I like living off the the few drops that I can get over here out of my own flesh? Got to celebrate those who are doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josh, you mentioned recently that you're writing a journal. Excuse me, no. Uh, This... I have a title for it. I, oh, I prefer. I didn't realize title. that. Yeah, I prefer. Um, it's called Thoughts, Prayers, and Observations, Book One. <laughs> Very professional. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's an idea of like, I want my kids to know what I thought and believed. And I talk to them about this stuff. But like, after I'm gone, I'm in my 40s now, I started thinking these things. It's not morbid. I just want to leave them with important stuff. For sure. So there's things in there like, budgeting tips i put one in the other day Josh. i know I'm such an old man um <laughs> i did have an entry of commentary on my own handwriting which is atrocious you okay. know so it's like hey i realize this is bad work with me here and then s- something really meaningful like like this i just put this in a couple of days ago where i wrote your integrity is priceless mm. and underlined it priceless don't sell it for cheap wins fitting in or for an easy way out and uh, God reminded me then of, uh, of Proverbs 28, and this is verse 6. Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than a person who is crooked, even though he is rich. It's the river. We are Mary and Josh. When you were a kid, did you ever uh, dial 911 when you shouldn't have? Surprisingly, I didn't. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. Are you serious? Well, yeah. this kid did, four-year-old, adorable little guy, and all he said when the, the dispatcher answered, what's your emergency? He said, you want to see my toys? <gasps> Stop! So, obviously, when it's a landline, whatever, they, they got his address. There was an adult that came on and was like, sorry, this is, this is a mistake call. Yeah, okay. They still checked on him, so good job, police. Once, but here's like how the call went out. Uh, there's a four-year-old wants you to look at his toys. <laughs> and so, like, I'm on it. So, a guy drives over. 
he confirms, yes, your toys are awesome. Gets to show the kid the cruiser, flashes the lights and the siren Love for him. all of it. And then, of course, has the conversation of this is what we do and don't use 911 for right. so all of that. You might be thinking of either one of your kids or when you were younger, like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When the police knocked on the door and said, we received a call from here and it was your fault. Oh. Share the story. 614-479-1049. 911, what's your emergency? They don't always have one, mm-hmm. especially when it's a young person calling, maybe accidentally or whatever. Lisa, what happened with your son with this? It was Christmas Day, no. and we were all at my sister's house. He told 911 his cousin was bothering him. Oh, no. And the police said they had to come out to make sure everybody was okay, and it wasn't a hostage situation. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> Got it right here. Please read read this. And here we go again. Um, this line. That's a, yes. Okay. Right there. This is snack tips with Josh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where we've decided if everyone else is doing it, why not us? Yes. On the bandwagon. Are you, Mary, a part of any subscription services like mm-hmm. Disney Plus or Book of the Month or anything like that? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. I've got another one to add to the list. All right, everyone, okay. you can listen to this. Kraft is launching a mac and cheese subscription. I, what? You think... <laughs> I could just go to the store and get mac and cheese. No, no. This is special. You get the first chance to try their new flavor boosts or their new, uh, if they got special shapes or anything like that. Okay. You get them before you can buy them at the store. For example, Uh, last year they came out with pumpkin spice mac and cheese. They created mac and cheese ice cream, which, by the way, people loved. They loved it. Do you see my face? And they made pink mac and cheese for Valentine's Day. So okay. don't miss it. The Kraft <laughs> Flavors Mac and Cheese subscription. Okay. Thank you. We're just going to wrap this up now. Yeah, I, have no, a, right. I have a lot of questions. I'm I'm done. So okay, you just read, read that last line. Yeah. Um, this has been Snack Tips with Josh. I don't know why, but it seems to be the most awkward kind thing we try to do for one another. Maybe you're out at lunch or dinner. Maybe you're just out for coffee. And you, or the person you're with, offers to pay for everything. Why don't we want to accept that? Folks are just trying to do something nice. It's so hard to say yes. Well, I want you to say yes to this. United Faith Mortgage, partnering with The River. And when they're working with you, they want to pay your appraisal fee for you. Up to $500, out-of-pocket money. You normally have to pay right up front. It stays in your wallet. Maybe that's a little easier to say yes to because it's already your money. But still, I want you to know... This is okay. United Faith Mortgage has been partnering with The River for years because they believe their core is the same as ours, faith and family. And when they work with you, they're really focused on saving your family additional money and stress. I've seen it firsthand as my wife and I have worked with them now a couple of times, and they're ready to handle things for you, whether it's a new purchase or a refinance. Get started at UnitedFaithMortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animal number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.